Hey, in the last episode, we was talking about Pokemon Diamond. And in this one, we're going to be talking about Pokemon White. Obviously, I want to play Pokemon Black and Pokemon White too. I'll get uh, to that. I don't own that Pokemon game. Just like in the last episode, I told y'all. I don't own Pokemon Platinum. I really want to play it because people go on and on about it. It's like, no wonder I don't have it. Because... Let me turn this down. No wonder I don't have it because I guess a lot of people don't want to give it up. And the place that, that I'm getting my games from, they, they specialize in, uh, in uh, retro games. So, yeah, not a whole lot of that because, like, good luck walking into a GameStop and be like, oh, yeah, can I go get uh, anything that's previous gen? They're looking at you like, oh, just go online. We don't have anything here. Yeah, what what good use for y'all? Y'all rather take zero dollars than to take any dollars. <clears throat> Alright, so um Pokemon White. I'm telling y'all this because better now than later, I have not beat it yet. So, uh, for all y'all folks out there that's like, oh. and right now I'm inside of a cave, so no, I'm not going to run all the way out of here just so I could, because I don't want to mess up uh, what I got going so far. So, uh, what I'm running with is a scropey pill, scropey peed. It's uh it's a tanky bug Pokemon that's also a poison type, but you know the curse with bug Pokemon. There's just so many other types out here that could just mess you up, mess you over, man. And you'd be done up. I got him at a thirty-two. His attack is not high enough. It's just a sixty-three. Actually, even though I say he's tanky, just at 66, his speed is uh, really surprises me at uh, 87. And um, I say that's good. Because with you always being cursed with being a, a bug type, at least, at least have some type of edge. And, you know, I keep forgetting. It has a speed edge, but it also has a tanky edge. And I think... That should come in handy, like, later on in the game, even though right now it's looking about average. But uh, its speed being at 87 at uh, level 32 is uh, pretty cool. So what I got for it so far is Iron Defense, Solar Beam, which is useless. Uh, bug Bite and uh, Poison Tail. Now, its ability is its Swarm powers up... Uh, Swarm powers up bug type moves in a pinch. Yeah, that's really handy whenever I use bug bite, which I I am, you know, just naturally reluctant towards bug type Pokemon, bug type moves. But, you know, when he uses bug bite, it's a miracle. And it's, it's, it's not good. It's always a miracle. And I'm not saying that, you know, miracles aren't good, but always wishing on a miracle isn't productive you you're 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 wishing on something that's out of your power 
and you know, sort of like just luck. But um, yeah, that that's the only thing that's got going for itself: some speed in that it, it knows a bug type move. I'm always using uh, poison tail, hoping it poisons something because you know it's just fifty power and it's 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 a. Uh, it's it's uh, not not that uh not that cool. It says it could critical hit, but it doesn't feel like it because I'm more gambling on it for its it poisoning uh, Pokemon. And plus, it had this other move it could learn where it douses Pokemon and and uh, poisonous you know, liquid, and if it's poison, then every time when you douse it in the poison liquid, it's more effective, and it's like, yeah, but that's if I could poison it. Other than that, that other move it wanted me to learn wasn't all that better. It was only about 60 poker power, so you could see why I went with Solar Beam, and so far... Solar Beam is not paying for me because even if I'm going up against a rock type, if it survives, it uses a rock move on me regardless if I'm tanky. Regardless if I use iron defense, because that's all because I, I, I got iron defense also on it. It's it's going down in two moves, maybe three moves if you're lucky. <laughs> And uh, that that's that's what kills this Pokemon. All right, next on the list, which I am loving it, even though it hasn't evolved yet. But other people say this Pokemon is it. This Pokemon is dope, and I believe them. It looks dope, and its stats are showing that it has potential to be dope. With a defense of seventy-seven, we got your mask. Yes, you know it right. So uh, I got at level 33. Not that much farther, I think, until it levels up. So I think it's going to be well worth the wait. Going to be, you know, when when Pokemon level up, just like Gyarados, they, they get, you know, it gets stronger, like, like, like instantly. So I, I believe that even though its attack is at 27 speed at 37 Hopefully, something will, will make up for it. But if anything, it would be a good tanky Pokemon for me. Now, here's the curse that it got. I I gave it curse. Because I'm thinking it's the other curse move. That will raise its attack, raise its defense, but lower its speed. And I'm like, oh yeah, 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 that should be cool. Because it's already a slow Pokemon. No, it's the ghost type curse. I'm like, ah, oh, crappy move when you're killing yourself so that you could kill the other Pokemon. And that strategy is based off of not yourself, but off of another. Now, now, mind you, if you got curse and your Pokemon is essentially a ghost type of a Chansey, then, then yeah, run that move because you could take down two of the three Pokemon with that move, but... No, not not for your mask. It knows ominous wind, ominous wind, and um, not that good, because sometimes I'll use it in that 
ability it has doesn't even kick up. You know, it's supposed to raise all of your 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 stats just one time for every Pokemon you might use it on, as long as it's in a battle. But uh, yeah, I've used it a couple of times in a couple of battles, and it it hasn't benefit from it. It's only, I think, only like a few Pokemon, or not even a few, probably just a couple. That 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 move was actually successful in its uh, extra ability. Uh, Will O Wisp, awesome move. I love it. Like finally something good I could run it off. You know the the get its health down for him. And then you got Hex, which is which is cool. But the downside is you can only use it ten times. Uh, I know so. You can't run Hex forever, and you can only use Will-O-Wisp just one time if it's successful on, on per Pokemon. So that that's that's the sucky thing about it. If 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 I'm facing a Pokemon that's uh, that's not effective towards Ghost type, then yeah, your mask is useless. Next on the list, which I told you about my early bird type Pokemon. I love them. They ended up they end up being my ride or die Pokemon, and that is Tranquil at 33. He got roost. I'm like, oh my goodness. They made a move for for uh, flying type Pokemon to heal themselves because I was jealous over those one niche um like Type moves and normal type moves that just you know only chance he could learn or whatever else poke, you know soft boil you know stuff like that milk tank moves you know drinking's milk. I'm like I'd be jealous that some Pokemon could do that and you know jealous that grass type Pokemon could learn leech seed and they could heal themselves. Finally, they get something to the bird Pokemon and that's Roost, which I'm loving it. Which I'm loving that Tranquil is a defensive type Pokemon. He's kind of defensive, so I'm liking that. Oh, okay. So, you know, having a flimsy bird on your team is the worst. So, I told you my favorite type, basically, and my favorite move, Fly. I got him for, for Tranquil. He knows Lure. Because I haven't ran into any other moves that's worthy of teaching him. So, you know, if I'm up against a Pokemon and I could have a spare move to do some strategy, then, yeah, Lear works out for me. So I could, you know, punch the Pokemon a little harder. And uh, Air Slash. Which is a cheap move. Because uh, so far, you know, in this other Pokemon game, in a Poke Gym now, man, they're using Air Slash on me, and they're faster than me, and my Pokemon are flinching. It's like, oh my god, can I do something? So, uh, yeah. But for Tranquil, unfortunately... By the time I use Air Slash, they're, they're, they're not flinching for me. So it's like, fuck. So, uh, yeah, also get that 
if you're going second, the Pokemon won't flinch. So I, I, I get that piece. Because that would be kind of cheap. You know, you can't pick out your move because in the last move, with the opposing Pokemon being the last one to attack, it made you flinch. Yeah, that, 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 yeah that's cheap. That's a big beak, so it can't lower its defense. That That's its ability. And now that I think about it, I think Big Beak will also protect other Pokemon for, like, accuracy, I, I believe. I could be wrong. That could just only be for Keen Eye, which uh, other, you know, another uh, flying-type Pokemon knows, which is a pretty, pretty good Pokemon, but, you know, I'm not going to name it or whatever. Next is Archon. Which I'm loving him. Which uh kinda cute but kinda sucks but kinda kinda cool, kinda worthy of it. It doesn't know fly, even though it's a bird Pokemon. And even in anime they had uh what's his name? Um Ash's uh Arcane fly with uh, the other arcane away and it's like oh yeah, how fitting but that Pokemon actually can't fly. It's like a chicken. It's like a penguin, you know. A non-flying bird. Its attack is a whopping 93, which is so worth it. But it's also a defeatist. So when its attack is... I mean, when its health is a little lower than half, I think... I think his... his Overall attack power starts going down. And uh, that's that's what makes this kind of relatable, kind of cute. Because I could be a defeatist myself. You know, when you're playing Pokemon and the, the person paralyzes you. The person, you know, makes you fall asleep. The person, you know, defeats you. You're like, oh man, I'm not going to win this battle. You're, you know, you're beating yourself up and... Maybe just somewhere out of nowhere, the, you know, you can win suddenly. So uh, I can relate with uh, Archon on that, you know, being a defeatist. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And um, his other moves are, are kind of, yeah. But, but so what? It has such a strong attack. So, you know, if it wasn't a defeatist and if it... Also had, you know, like, better other stats, then this Pokemon would break the Pokemon game. This, po this Pokemon would technically be a legendary, like, you know? Um, next we got is uh, Crunch, which is uh, decent, which is uh, actually, I think, 80. And I'm just like, whoa, I didn't know Crunch was that strong since when? Like, I could have sworn it was like a 50 or a 60. But uh, that that's uh, pretty handy. It, it's got a Dark-type move if it goes up against a Pokemon. Which I don't know off the top of my head. What is super effective if um, up against uh, Dark-type? I mean, what is Dark-type? I'm guessing uh, Psychic? Because I in the, in the game I was just playing... Somebody used a psychic move on me. No, somebody used crunch on my psychic Pokemon. I'm just like, wow, it's super effective. And you're like, Jays, how long have you been playing Pokemon? What? 
See, I don't know everything about Pokemon. But there's some people out there on YouTube that claims they know so much. And you're like, off the top of my head, I can tell you something. You know, that's the fun. Anyway, what Arcane also knows is Dragon Breath. Also because of this, you know, fan heater is so loud. I, I went on and turned up the music because it gets me in the mood, you know. Uh, it, it knows Dragon Breath, which is, you know, like I said, kind of useless. It, I think it only has about like 40 uh, power. Oh, it knows 60 power, but still it just doesn't feel it like it's enough. But thank God it can paralyze it with uh, Dragon Breath. And it knows, yo, this Pokemon knows all types of moves on here. When I ran into Rust, I was like, oh my goodness, it gave us Rust? Because in other Pokemon games, that was like exclusive move or, you know, you had to go find it or go buy it. And then, you know, in the previous gens, not everybody could learn it. You can only teach it once. It's not an HM, so once when you read, you know, teach something else on top of it, it's gone forever. Nope. I was like, thank God. My Pokemon could live. So I gave it rest. So, I think with Arcane having rest, now that I think about it, I have not run into not one person that has suggested that. So... With Arcane knowing rest could be a game changer for all people that plays Arcane. So I, I, I if I if I remember and of course I'm playing this on a DS. I'm not playing this on a computer, so I can't really record my my walkthroughs and my playthroughs. So uh yeah. But but if I can remember, I'll let y'all know how you know having Arcane no rest because when it becomes a defeatist, you can just rest it up and then you go right back to the killing. Yeah, of course, you know, you can still be sleeping for two or, two or three moves, but hope that it's just one or two moves. Just hope. <clears throat> and also hope that the other Pokemon is just doing bullcrap moves, technical strategy moves. Also, I was beating myself up at Pokemon Diamond for having a Pokemon not hold an item. More than one, actually. Archon, I chose not to have an item because he knows acrobatics. He knows acrobatics. He knows acrobatics. And, um, acrobatics works wonders. That's like a super power move for Arcane. With his high attack, my goodness, and he's not holding an item because that's that's a niche for. Oh my goodness, I forgot I could switch the moves, so I could. <laughs> I'm gonna do that uh, right after this recording. Yeah, because as you could tell, I got my Pokemon in a certain order, so I like my moves in a certain order, like. Because when I'm sleepy or talking, I hate pushing the wrong buttons. So it's better for me to have the right selection already for me, just in case. I also told you how I like to, you know, play the game and save the game. 
Not until after a Pokemon gym win. And not until after I taught them the moves they need to be taught. Not after when I had to organize my Pokemon list. Not after I, um... What else I have to do? Uh, heal the Pokemon. Not after uh, if I could help put myself facing in the direction I need to go. Or at the entrance of a cave. Or basically, you know, a few steps in a cave in this situation. Yeah, so... That, that's, that's, that's uh, you know, how I like to run. Alright, next uh, Pokemon. Which he... Recently, ball. I'm over here banging on the table. So, uh, what's his name? Uh, he got a new name now. Darmanitan. Darmanitan. I heard that name. And people love this Pokemon. I'm loving him. His attack is 114. At first, when I first got him, he was looking kind of tanky. So I was like, oh, another tanky Pokemon. I love tanks. I love tanks. You know what got me to love tanks? Was playing DC Universe Online. Tanks, DPS, support, healers. That stuff always went over my head. In previous games before I played DC Universe Online. It, I, it just didn't click for me. So you can imagine. Especially if other people are playing with me. They didn't like Because they're like you're a freaking noob bro you think but if only you switch to this you know so dc universe online the my strongest hero was um a tank a earth tank and spending time online with other players and them giving me tips from player to player i began to develop my tank and began to figure out how to play with a tank so i use those skill sets in that mind frame in other games and then it started to pick up and grasp oh this is how you play a tank so in any game that i'm playing in i just find it also me as a beginner like you know playing that game is like yeah you know like you as a beginner you don't know what you're doing at least you're protected and far as, you know, getting all technical, far as moves and where you need to be, you know, far, you know, if you was a supporter or a healer, you know, it's, 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 it's more up there for as a difficulty level. But for a tank, it's kind of easy for you. Just be seen and stay alive. <laughs> it, you don't even have to attack. Just stay alive, you know, just have them punch you. So, uh... Yeah, so going back to Pokemon, yeah, I like the tanky Pokemon because it means they can stay in a fight, do, you know, what they need to do, set up, and for me to win. But, uh, what's his name? Dramaniton. Yeah, Dramaniton. Dramaniton. So it could flow off my tongue. Dramaniton, he first started off as a tank, but now he's coming off as a serious attacker. And he's such a serious attacker all the way up until this point, even though I faced, I think, like two gyms where he was technically not not very useful up against. Uh, he he tough fit through. 
and and uh, got some wins at level 35 right now. I got him. So yeah, he's a beast. He's he's not have he's not struggling like the first two Pokemon or three Pokemon technically. He he's he's fine. He's doing okay. Like he he could he can make it all the way through the Pokemon journey. I can see him doing that. And um, also uh, his speed is uh, not bad so far. Um, is is uh, pretty good looking uh, at a 71 defense I mean 71 speed that's faster than Arcane even though he's a defeatist obviously faster than Tranquil faster than Namas but not faster than Skullipide Skullipide not faster than him it's 87 speed Versus our Darmanitan at a just at a seventy one. So I, I I got speed for I mean I got strength for him, which isn't that bad. You know, by the time he uses it, that's like an upgraded version of a of a tackle at this point. You know, tackles for kids, strength is for you know more experienced players. You know. You you want to use a, a a a weak attack to catch a Pokemon, but you don't want to kill it. Yeah, go with Strength. He knows Arm Hammer. I just got Arm Hammer just recently, so I can't really tell y'all about that. But you know the bad thing about Arm ham Hammer, it slows you down. So I'll let y'all know about that. But I. But I think the good thing about that is um, Arm Hammer is uh, 100, 100 attack power. So, uh, yeah, that, that could be uh, a, a late battle sweeper, not early battle, because using that right off the gap, slowing myself down and sweeping, it, it'll just make it harder and harder for Oh my goodness, when it learned Flare Blitz, Flare Blitz, my goodness, it's like, dang, can you get any stronger? And it can use that move 15 times? What? 120? Dang, a fire type move? Dang, now this boy is unstoppable. And it knows Thrash. Thrash, you know, I don't come around to it that much. By the time I'm coming around to it, it's, um... I don't know. I'm, I'm probably just never coming around to it. When, when I get a new move, if it could, you know, if I'm considering it, Thrash would be the next move I'll delete. Even though I could use it about two or three times, it says... But it gets confused. But it's just as strong as Flare Blitz. <clears throat> like this Pokemon knows three moves that are 100 or higher. And its weakest move is the 80s. Wow, man. Talk about OP at, a, at an early stage. <clears throat> 
Oh yeah, sheer force. It removes it removes added effects to uh, increase move damage, which um probably has been benefiting me. 114 attack. My goodness, just so much attack. <clears throat> Damn. We finally got a starter because in Pokemon Diamond I didn't use Monferno. Which I should have. Uh, let's do what? Yeah, I went with the water type because it seemed like that little standing pig wasn't going to do it for me. And um, who was the grass type? Yeah, he didn't do it for me either. Even though I'm sort of, you know, heart torn for the grass type starters. I'm going to be honest. If grass type altogether didn't get a bad rap, let, let alone grass type starters, I will always pick grass type starters. Because when I was younger, I always picked Bulbasaur as my grass type. And then, you know, in the earlier, I mean, in the generations after that, I, as a child, I did pick grass. But, you know... As I learned, you know, you know that opinion changed. Yeah, this Pokemon is just a well-rounded Pokemon. It's only, you know, piercing stats to 69 attack. But even than that, it's uh, pretty plain. But with it being so balanced, it's a whole lot better off than other Pokemon I got right now. Um, yeah, water type moves for it is uh, pretty cool. You know, it gives it a, a pinch. So by the time I use Razor Shell, oh my goodness, when I first, even still when I use it, bat, pedal against the metal, man. Even if the Pokemon is not very effective up against Water type, I think because Razor Shell is a physical attack, it still does some good damage. And this is the reason why I got three water type moves on Doo-Wop, which is, you know, sort of pointless, but Razor Shell's so worth it. Surf obviously is worth it because you're going to have to move around. He's my only water type. When it learns Scorch, and I learned that you could burn a Pokemon with a water move? It makes sense, obviously. Yo, I had to I had to get it. I love the concept. I love it when it gets burnt with score. Scowled. My bad, I'm calling it Scorch. Scowled. Sorry, guys. Scowled. And you could use it 15 times. Yeah, I'm loving that. So that's the reason why it knows three water moves. So you're thinking, okay, so what's the makeup move as a fourth move? And I wasted it on an HM cut. Yeah, you heard me darn skimpy, right? I know, such a waste. You know, further down the line, once when I learn another move or get another move, that's like super strong. Oh, where did this come from? Alright. So, a super strong move. Until until then, yeah, then uh, Razor Shell will go. Because, you know, like what I was saying. 
if uh you know whatever Duat's a level is, if he's at a level seventy using the move cut on a Pokemon that's ten levels lower than it, it's gonna do some damage. It's not gonna be super effective. I'm not gonna say that. It's not gonna be a one hit critical. I'm not gonna say that. But it's gonna it's gonna do some damage. You know, it's gonna do something. It's not gonna be like a pinch. So yeah. And uh oh doo-wop that that was it. Yeah, so um I'm loving I'm, I'm loving uh this team. Um do I love it more than the last team? Yes I do. Because it has like four Pokemon up here that I'm loving. That I'm loving. And that I'm that I'm getting to know. Because I was about to say, oh no, no, actually I like Diamond better because Gyarados and Steelix and Luxury and Star Raptor. But uh, I, I would stick with my choice on this one because I don't know any of these Pokemon, essentially. So uh, just, just off of, you know, learning something new and playing my favorite game. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's dope. That's cool. Because it'll be something different if I basically had what I had on Diamond. Just on a new generation, I'm just telling y'all. Oh yeah, this Pokemon, that Pokemon, that Pokemon, this Pokemon. You know, it'll be repetitive, actually. So, uh, the dope thing, what I'm liking so far about Pokemon White is that it's a fresh reboot. When I first picked up this game, I hated it. And I just kept on playing Pokemon Diamond. And now my... Hold on. Alright, like I was saying, um, <clears throat> when I was first starting off Pokemon Diamond and first starting off Pokemon White, I hated Pokemon White and I was loving Pokemon Diamond. And then as time went on, I started... Hating Pokemon Diamond more and more and started loving Pokemon White. Now, um, the reason why I started hating Pokemon Diamond is because of the usual Pokemon things that everybody hates about its early gens. Yes, it's all natural hangups on the pacing, the types, the super effectives, the least effectives, etc. But what I really liked about Pokemon White is it, it, it took the same concept genre, but gave it a reboot. So, you know, right off the get, we're welcomed with this fresh story. And the graphics are a little bit different. Like uh, the worlds and the pixels, they're, they're a little more diverse and and more in-depth. Um, the sprites, avatars, they're, they're moving. Like, I'm looking at it, at, at him, and he's he's bouncing. He's moving, this little bug, you know? So, um, you, you're, you're getting more, more graphics far as that. Uh, no, it's not 3D, but this is uh, the last generation before you get to a 3D, and this is the peak of 
old school gaming essentially. So it, it still looks good. I enjoy it. And um, I, I like the story more. Some of the talk and the dialogue because that's that's more more of more open for discussion. And that that was that's cool, you know. Um, talking about you know what what everybody basically accused Pokemon like oh yeah you're technically killing these Pokemon and yeah war with each other and is this ethical and yeah right if Pokemon was in real life this would happen. They actually try to do that. Also, the thing that I found out about Pokemon, which then I learned to love, is it's based in America. And I was like, oh, shoot. What 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 part? Oh, it's based in New York City. Oh, I love New York City. And there's some parts in it where you could go to New Jersey? I was loving that. Because uh, every, basically a lot of things that New York enjoys... Basically, New Jersey people can enjoy it, too. And a lot of things that is for New Yorkers is basically in New Jersey. Like, you got the major New York teams, a lot of them, playing in in uh, New Jersey. for Except for, you know, Brooklyn, because you know how Brooklyn is. But other than Brooklyn, yeah, you know, um, so that correlates, actually, with... That correlates with um, when I was playing Grand Theft Auto 4, and that was based in New York. But you could go to New Jersey, so yeah, I, I, when I was playing GTA 4, I kept going to Jersey. I wanted to, you know, explore Jersey. I was like, yeah, I'm back home, right? So, uh, Pokemon Journey, and right now, yeah, I'm in uh, Jersey, so I'm, I'm uh, taking it in. Remembering, oh yeah, you're in New Jersey and Pokemon, like, like, oh, like, no, nobody else could, you know what I mean? Come on, like, really? Other people would love to say, yeah, the, the Pokemon journey was sort of based in a town that I passed. It, like, an actual real life. I remember running into this Pokemon person who says, what if Pokemon regions? And he did one for Egypt and Scandinavia. And I commented, and I was like, oh, do one for Jersey, lol. And then I was like, no, they technically did do one for Jersey. For real, for real. And that's called Nineveh. And I was like, oh, yeah, Pokemon in, in America. Like, they're from America. But, you know, when playing the Pokemon games, especially as a child, you're sort of taking it as America, American, as it's all in English and the people that you meet. But, you know, it takes a little while for you to get used to uh, cultures and other norms and starting to see how other cultures express art. So, uh, yeah. This is their attempt in making America an American and this and that. And a lot of the Pokemon reflects that. They would have like a garbage Pokemon, which I did pick them up. <laughs> and you know, that's the bad thing about me not going back to the storage is... Uh, I can't show you all the extra Pokemon. Maybe just go to open up the Pokedex. Fuck it. Um... Uh, 
Patrat. I don't really like it, but I do like Watchdog. A lot of people complain about this Pokemon, but I like it actually. I like the way it looks. It looks it looks dope. It looks cool. It looks like he belongs in the hood. And I think that's also what they were taking in consideration about the Pokemon game. They they realized that America is different from Japan and there's some urban areas, so Watchdog does reflect like some Karay's hoodlum that's always staring at you. Lollipop, no, I didn't really like that Pokemon. Purloin, I like it. I like the way that it looks, but it sucks. It sucks, bro. And it's like, oh, why did you have to make a cat Pokemon suck? Um, even though people rag and tag the elemental monkeys, when I was using them, and whenever I run into them, like fighting up against they're deadly. Forget those other people that's talking about the elemental monkeys suck. Forget them, for real, because... They're probably comparing elemental monkeys for their own, like, special niche Pokemon team. They're all at level 100, Lugia and Tyranitar. And of course, you know, elemental monkeys don't compare to actual legendaries and pseudo-legendaries. Of course, of course. So, um, I'm, I'm defending the elemental monkeys. They're deadly. Especially, like, what are you running on them? You, you don't got no technical moves, no physical move, nor no, like, element move to, like, at least, at least give them a good move, Paul. I like, um, Muna and Marsharna. I like them because I like that concept of it being, uh, a, a tanky psych, a psychic. In that, um. Oh, I just found out where they are just by, you know, clicking on it. You also get to hear it. Yeah, I, I like that. You know, it, it has a pretty good, um, uh, cry. It's not like, um, you know, early gym, you know, coming out and whatnot. What happened if I put a check on it? What does that mean? Like, I'm telling y'all the truth. Even though at this age and for all these years I played Pokemon, this is literally the first time I'm stepping outside of Pokemon Diamond. Because I, every now and then I keep remarking to myself when I was playing Pokemon Diamond, like, oh, wow. Like, when this game came out, I was in high school and nobody was playing this. And that's what made me stop playing Pokemon for a while. Why? But, hey, I was in high school and, you know, you know how high school is. You want to grow up so fast. So, um, oh, you know... Certain people, you know, still play Pokemon. 
And looking back, it's like, yeah, you guys are the real Pokemon masters. Y'all guys are braver than us because to a freaking Pokemon game, like, so what? We cowered in high school. Nobody was freaking playing it in high school. But my little brothers and sisters, and god brothers and sisters, I should say, um, they were playing it and uh, sort of feeling a little jealous, sort of wanting to play it. But, you know, they asked for it, they got it. And um, I'm just, you know, looking at them playing it on their new DS games. And I remember when the DS came out, it's like, oh, yeah. Seeing that you're not playing those little kitty games no more, no need to get a DS. <sighs> yeah, looking back at this now, guys, right? All right, I should end the episodes again long enough. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. This is NNM Radio. Oh, yeah! I'm your host. And um, I did a Pokemon episode. I did the first 151, obviously. And uh, it's good that, that I got that, uh, got that handled. Now we're going to be uh, going, like, uh, moving forward. But not like really from direct generations because uh, this next episode I will be skipping some. um, Yeah, and uh, what y'all hear in the background, that's uh, the Pokemon game going on. We're going to go on and drop right in the diamond. Um, Let me also shut off this heater because it's probably too much. And also I'm going to give y'all my review on... uh, Pokemon Diamond because I finally beat the final four, the Elite Four and whatnot. Um some things that I don't like about this game. Um let me uh see could I just uh open this up. Alright, um I really I really actually wanted Pearl. Because I like Pacquiao better than Diaga. And obviously, I want Diamond more than I wanted either one of those two. Because a lot of Pokemoners, the Pokegoers, really love Diamond. They say that Diamond is even better than the later generation Pokemon. Like, Pokemon Diamond is a replay for them. And I, I guess also the reason why they, they like Diamond so much is probably be because you you have uh, all the previous uh, Pokemon in previous uh, generations in there. Uh, yep. So, um, I opened up Pokemon Diamond. It took me over 104 hours to complete this game. Now, let's say minus uh, uh, 10 hours, the most, because, you know, some some moments are just chuck up to you doing nothing. Maybe you fall asleep on the game. Maybe, you know, you're talking and you, you, you had to pause the game, but, you know, the game doesn't pause. The, the, the clock would still go. I like this game because um, 
You got the 3D models, but everybody's still standing still. Sometimes the sprites will move back and forth, but but that's really about it. You know, with, with this uh, new generation, of course, you got the color, like, you know, in the previous games. But with this newest game, they introduced it on the DS. And um, no, this isn't 3D, but you do have uh, touchscreen capabilities. And uh, I really liked uh, having it on... Um, I guess to get step counter because, you know, using the item finder wasn't really that useful for me. You know, now that I think about it, um, having it up on as map is uh, the best setting. But it isn't like you'll uh, get that right away. And you got the analog clock, the digital clock. It, it's okay. Um... Ever since they introduced the girl character, I play as a girl character. Because, you know, by default, you're always playing as a guy. And uh, the game actually does feel differently when you play as a girl. You take dialogue a little bit differently. Or you pay attention to it a little more. Alright. So, um... Um, uh, I went on to open up the decks, but the decks will go over Pokemon that, uh, that, uh, I already caught and seen, but I wanted, I wanted to do this, uh, in a little different way. Before I get to Pokemon, let me see, can I go over, like, uh, some, some items, like, I, I never got it, got around to uh you know figuring out the odd keystone which i know it has uh the jar pokemon the power jar or whatever um just never found use in uh the red shard the oval stone i actually got that from uh chancy chancy was holding that all these stones i never f had a use for them the dust stone the shiny stone the fire stone then I have a real use for uh, the 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 shell bell. I was using it on my slug Pokemon. I just don't know that slug Pokemon off the top of my head. Because I didn't mind that Pokemon using it. It was super slow. And plus that, that bell ability at the end of every single turn. It just drags the game on like slower so... Having a slow Pokemon and that ability, I mean that item, <laughs> it was just really ironic for me. Yeah, like repels are always a must need. Also notice that repels, in some cases, was like a fast track training, train trainer type of thing. Because if you do have a weak Pokemon out front, you're going to still run into Pokemon, but they're going to be of a higher level than the usual, so... Once when I discovered that, I was like, oh, I could train at a higher level in the same area. So, uh, for, for y'all pokey goers out there. Then I find a use for the mental herb. Then I find a use for the dawnstone, the silver power. And, uh, experience share, I'm not a fan of it, really. I, you know, I, I, I'm particular with my experience points and who gets what and who gets who thus you know while i'm a little tic-tac about my pokemon list my order 
you know, when it comes to battle. So typically my first Pokemon, that's going to be the Pokemon that I'm training up. So experience share just really, especially it, what, what it really hurt me was I forgot, like there, been a t there was a time I forgot a Pokemon had experience share and I wanted a, a Pokemon that I was currently battling with to get, you know, to get some experience and, and they just keep on splitting it up. And also I was thinking, I don't have a calculator out for this. I don't think it really delivers the experience as if you was in a battle. I think it it uh, distributes the experience a little differently. So I'm used to, you know, battle experience than versus that share experience. You know, I, I want my... I want my Pokemon to get that that experience when switching in for them, you know? <clears throat> Cause I noticed that that experience share could actually make another Pokemon weaker because they're not getting the full experience they should be getting. So th that's the consequence that that comes with it, at least uh, for me. Um. You know, I, I couldn't find a uh, use for Silverwind. I couldn't find a use for Sleep Talk, Dream Eater, or Swagger. I don't really like Swagger that much. I like it when people use it on me. Because I'm always wishing for my Pokemon to, to take the stat. But don't get confused and hit yourself. So it's always cool when your Pokemon isn't hitting themselves. But they went on and took that, that attack stat that the opponent gave to you. Me, vice versa... I think the same way in Yu-Gi-Oh, the same way in Pokemon. I don't situate my strategy based upon my enemy. I situate my strategy based upon how I play. And the way that I play is very linear and very repetitive. It's, it's useful for me in Pokemon that way. Because a lot of times I would get sleepy and would days off in Pokemon... But would still be pressing the A button. And that's when it's good. Because if you're always mashing the A button. And you, you got to move. Then you're okay. You know. So it isn't like. Oh snap. I, I picked the wrong move. You know. Uh, even the the list move. I would form like some pattern. Or even a circle. To go around the moves. Like okay. First I'll run this move. Then I'll run that move. Then I. You know. So I'm the same way with. With Pokemon and you know the listing. <clears throat> um, yo, the berries. I I really don't like the berry system. Ever since they introduced it in like the second or third generation, this doesn't click for me. Not saying that I never use berries. Like when when rubber hits the road. If I don't have anything left, then I look at my extensive berry list and I have a whole lot of berries. And be like, okay, I give this, you know, poison berry to this Pokemon that's poison so they can be cured. Obviously, you know, this is obvious stuff like that. But in Pokemon Diamond, this is one of the bad things is they don't have elixirs and ethers. Or at least on the way on your journey, you'll pick some up. But they don't have a store for you to go there and buy it. So when you're... Especially when I was battling the Elite Four. My Pokemon PPs were running low. 
So I found out that, oh, you, you plant this berry, and you got to pluck the berry, and it, it just, it didn't work out for me, because I ended up forgetting where I put those berries, and then I'm traveling the whole Pokemon world looking for that one plot where I planted that berry so I could pick it up to give it to a Pokemon so I could go all the way back. It was just <laughs> too much for me. It really was. You know, um, this isn't the only Pokemon game I'm playing. So when I switch over to another generation Pokemon and start playing, it takes me a little while to pick up on, okay, what I last get on. That's why I love when they added that journal entry thing so that it could refresh you on. What the heck did you just come from? I, I sort of get where I'm going, but what did I just got done doing? And uh, just FYI for me is right before I quit a game, I go to the Pokemon Center and I always heal my Pokemon. Then I would um, teach, you know, whatever move because I typically would save the Pokemon game after a gym leader battle or win, actually. <clears throat> so I, I wouldn't save right after the gym leader because... What I notice is anything could happen. You could walk out of here and battle your rival, you know, and stuff like that, or run into somebody. So I go straight over to the to the Poke Center, heal my Pokemon, teach them some moves, resituate my list, you know, double check, you know, this and that, and then finally save the game so that when I play the game and pick it up. I'm just straight out the Pokemon Center and continue out. Not like, oh, snap, I forgot to heal my Pokemon or I forgot to teach them this move. I already got that situated for me. And also, I didn't find it helpful to give my Pokemon berries because then I would forget that they're not holding anything. And uh, yeah, so I'll make sure that all my Pokemon are holding some type of item that benefits them. And then finally I give them a berry. But uh, it just might take me a while to pick up on. Oh that Pokemon isn't holding anything at all. Obviously mail was useless for. Oh man I don't know how much like. Like I just went over berries. Like we. we uh, I don't get along with berries. I, I plant them in places and then I forget. You know, I was just talking about mail is pretty useless for me on uh, different moves. Like, oh my goodness, waterfall and um, <clears throat> like like useless TM moves, defog. Oh my goodness, my Star Raptor right now knows defog, and that just leveled him out to just three moves, and I have to use him at Elite Four. So, you know, like I said earlier, I'm happy I finally beat the Elite Four though. But y'all can imagine, like, all the handicaps I was on. Just because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a real old school Pokemon player. Like, I'm more prompt to pick out the first four generations than the last four generations. Even though I'm really liking some of these new generations, but I get to that a little bit later. Um, those battle items, you know, I never get a get a chance to use them. Because it's like early in the game, 
When you use a potion, you're getting smacked again, and then you're right back to the yellow. So, and then later in the game, you're fighting Pokemon that are so strong, you're basically giving them a free hit when you use that. And and also, I be wishing sometimes, sometimes, depending on the trainer and the situation in the Pokemon, you know, for them to use a potion just so that I could get that extra hit on them, just because they used a potion. So, it's. It's the same way when you use uh, battle items. You know, like, so what? You just gained your attack. They could just use the ability to lower your attack. And that's that's also what, what brings up my question is, can you raise your attack really honestly higher than what it's supposed to be when you use bot battle items? That That's a, you know, good example or good at question, I, I would say. <clears throat> Does it honestly count? Does it honestly matter? You know, stuff like that. Alright, so, um... I think, um... You know what? Let me go start with my team. And then I'll go to my computer. And then I'll go to my Pokedex. So, when rubber hits the road... These Pokemon really, uh... Really did it for me, alright? Let's, let's uh, also do... Do uh from worst to best. For worst, worst off. This Pokemon was basically useless for me for this whole entire uh run in the Elite Four was Snail out. Snail Sal. Whatever her name is, but it's actually a boy. And y'all could probably hear the crying would pick up on what Pokemon I'm talking about. Yeah, that that little thing. It looks like a little dark blue little thing with pink ears and little claws as arms and got like these little three prongs for a tail. It's a dark ice type and that sucks. Uh, ice type? I, I joke with myself saying that ice bug types is probably the worst because you're just always getting effed with. Like, there's so many types that are more common that, that is super effective up against ice type <clears throat> and up against bug type, bro. So this Pokemon, just with it being an ice type, virtually made it useless up against a lot of Pokemon that I faced throughout the game. It's, it's, it's just a shame the, the beating ice type takes. Uh, level 43. Just, uh... Really, just a bad Pokemon. It protects itself from flinching, thank God. But really not useful when they can hit you with a one-hit KO. And not even one-hit KO moves. They're just... The Pokemon just never was able to catch up. New Feint Attack, Strength, Surf, and Ice Beam. My goodness. It had to dedicate two of its slots for... Uh, TM moves like my good or HM moves I should say and that that's you know even though it's surf and it's strength it still hinders itself because when when you want to use a certain type it's just not there man uh I I do have uh the ice plate on it so when it used ice beam Seeing that it's an ice type 
Pokemon, it did do uh, some nice damage, but obviously not enough damage, you know, when it when it when I really needed it the most. There were some special moments where it did freeze the Pokemon and it was cute and you know, other than just freezing it, it couldn't do nothing. So I had to switch it out and use like a different Pokemon. Um Steelix. <clears throat> My number one tank Pokemon. Like and and that that's all he really is. The first Pokemon is like a specialist. This next Pokemon, Steelix, and, and also Steelix is a little favorite of mine all the way back to the second generation because of Onyx. It's just such a unique looking Pokemon. And just uh, it, its concept, uh, it, it amazed me. It's it's at a level... What? I have to go back. Oh, oh level 49. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the number thinking that's his Pokemon number. Of course it's not 49. Right. It's at level 49 and his defense reached to a whopping 212. That is godlike in Pokemon like. Some Pokemon would be lucky to hit 100 and something because it has 103 in attack and that's that's decent. For at least for its defense to be double that, over double that, to be on top of that. Like two hundred and six doesn't add up to two twelve. Nah. Yeah. So so and it protects itself against one hit KO. Steelix. Yo, matter of fact, I'll tell you. The reason why I won is because I used Steelix. So that I could go to my bag. And revive two of two of my Pokemon. And that was off Steelix being off of Revive himself. So he only had half his health. Up against uh what's her name? Selena? Yeah, I think that's her name. Selena. Oh my goodness. So Steelix is very, very, very valuable. And let's see what moves I was running on. <clears throat> Steel Iron Tail. I was about to call it Steel Iron Tail, which was like, oh my goodness! Like you know, he he would miss with that. Iron Tail only had an accuracy of seventy five, but it was its strongest. Well, t well, not really its strongest move, because depending on you know if Steel types is super effective, it wasn't its strongest move. But you know, for its type. It's the strongest move. It sort of sucked that it was also... That it, it has a double weakness up against water. It being steel and being ground type. So that's that's what sucks. And when Pokemon would use Earthquake up against it. It's like, what, bro? Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so he knows Rock Climb. You know how HM moves go. But Rock Climb did help out. Because it was a power 90. You know? We could take that, and it confused Pokemon, so it, it came it came with that edge to it, and Rock Climb was helpful in times. Uh, Rock Edge, that came towards, you know, the end of my Pokemon journey, and uh, not that useful. It, it only, you can only use it five times, and you can miss with it. And when you miss with it, and you can only use it five times, that's, that's real crucial, man. 
double edge must have especially for uh steelix man for any other pokemon using uh double edge it was risky because you could kill yourself with that for steelix it's like that's like it using that move depending on the pokemon that's the most damage it was going to take because other pokemon hitting it <laughs> was like i didn't need iron defense so you know, uh, you know, I replaced Iron Defense with uh, Iron Iron Tail. Yep, that that's where that came from. All right, uh, next Pokemon, Gyarados. What makes this Gyarados so special? Other than going to the Lake of Fire, that's probably not what's the name of it. But uh, you know, in the earlier Pokemon gens, you have the Red Gyarados. So yeah, other than that. I never did have a Gyarados. Always had, like, or not always, but when I was focused on that, having that Magikarp and just suffering over and over. Basically sacrificing a slot on a useless Pokemon. Right. And I told you my strategy of, you know, having my first Pokemon as my, uh, you know, my catch-up Pokemon. So, not, not very useful for Magikarp. But... In this in this time around, Magikarp finally came through, and I finally got a Gyarados. Like, like oh my goodness, it felt so good. And then by the time he turned into Gyarados, it was worth it. His stats caught up with it. <clears throat> oh my goodness, and look at that his stats. So he's at level fifty one. My goodness, it was so proud having a level fifty Gyarados. Because all those times when playing Pokemon Stadium, all the Pokemon are level 50, you know. So, I, I view level 50 as, okay, that's a standard. Like, like you know, if, if you can't do nothing at level 50, you really are a weak Pokemon, you know. So, his attack was 145, which is uh, pretty good. Very good. Defense 114, like, you can't go bad with that. You, you, it's not primarily... A, a defensive Pokemon. Especially when they use rock moves up against Gyarados. It's like, come on, bro. You Gyarados, up. Like, like, you're a dragon, bro. And I keep associating him with being a uh, water. Okay, so he is a water type. You know, before I get to that Pokemon, let me just uh, stay with Gyarados. Okay, <clears throat> so his uh, special attack is really low, 75. I guess not a big deal for him. At least not for me. Um, his speed was 100. He lowers his foe's attack. Stats with, with intimidate. And that's what makes Gyarados like, ooh. You, you, a, a good Pokemon. Luxor Ray. Boy, oh boy. This Pokemon... I, I fell in love with him. There's some there's some Pokemon you instantly love just by looking at it. There's some Pokemon you find out about and you love it. This Pokemon I learned to love. He was, he's an early electric type. And you know how electric types are. <clears throat> They're even worse than fire types. I don't mean performance wise. I mean encountering. Like, you're more likely to run into a trainer 
who has a fire electric type and you're like how do you how do you have a growlith bro there's no growlith around here you know so so luxury was like oh my goodness it's an electric type and he performs like a starter he performs like a star he he's dope like i love him and on top of that he makes my top 10 <laughs> he has to make my top 10 favorite pokemon just out of performance and also looks he looks cool you know when he was leveling up i was like can he look any more badass like he looks dope i like his tail he got a star tail so his stats oh level 57 so yo even a higher level he, that that's what tells you like luxury performs like a starter Pokemon. So his attack, 154 attack. That's really high. <clears throat> That's higher than Gyarados's attack, bro. And um Snell Snell uh Sal, even though she underperformed, her attack was 101. So that's that's kind of odd. Just at level 43, her attack pokes out, even though it's a boy. Um, yeah, Steelix is a boy, Gyarados is a boy, Luxury is a girl, though. If I keep thinking it's a boy, you know, he looks tough, you know, he looks tough. But it's a girl, and you know how that goes. Uh, well, actually, you suffer more with, with boy Pokemon, you know what I'm talking about. When, when they use charm and they fall in love, so, um, yeah, so... I found luxury like falling in love. So I was like, come on, you're a girl. Like, you know, forget this. You know, do your thing, girls. <laughs> Her defense is uh, 110. That's impressive. Because uh, that's only four away from Gyarados at 114, which is very impressive for, for, for uh, this Pokemon. Special attack, 118. Special defense, 102. And its speed was 110. Not as um, fast as Gyarados, which was at a solid 100. <clears throat> Luxury. I gave it the magnet. And it's just like Gyarados. It, it intimidates other Pokemon. Uh, actually, Gyarados wasn't holding an item all that time. My goodness. That whole entire time, Gyarados wasn't whole. That's probably because I I couldn't find an item to put on him. Um, yeah, uh, Steelix was holding the Draco plate, and that was probably because he knew Dragon Breath, which he doesn't know anymore. And oh yeah, and that's that that that's what I was running off Steelix. I was running um Rock Climb and Dragon Breath, so they would get paralyzed and would be confused. Off of, you know, rock climb would confuse him and dragon breath paralyzes him. So, yeah, <laughs> that, 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 you know, running that was great. But after a certain point, it's like, you know, um, it's not a guarantee paralyze and dragon breath is kind of weak. So I had to get that, that move up. Yeah, the, the Pokemon that sounds like, that sounds crazy when it comes out. Not that one. Yeah, that's Diaga. Freaking crazy, bro.
Tiaga, the Pokemon of time itself. And um, just off of its design, of course, I don't really, you know, really like it. It doesn't look that original, you know, it just looks like somebody made a Pokemon, you know, <clears throat> and it's a blue Pokemon, right? So, um, other than, you know, me saying the negative thing, now the good things, I, I got, it performs like a legendary Pokemon, it performs how you ought to think it should perform. Uh, so the moves I got on it, and it's at level 60, and it's holding nothing. My goodness. Well, what's up with me holding? I probably couldn't find anything to hold it. And the weird thing about Diaga is it's not a gender, but it still fell in love. And that was the dumbest concept ever. It's like, it's awkward when two, two of the boy Pokeballs are flirting with each other and cute and all. It's like, come on, you you know, but Diaga really so um got earth power that came later on. I didn't have you know that much use for it, but I did use Rock Smash because <clears throat> depending on the Pokemon that I was facing, it it just wasn't enough to use uh, Metal Claw and uh, Dragon Claw, and of course, Roar of Time only could be used five times, so next up was Rock Smash, and you know, my polka theory is that just about any move is deadly, especially the higher up the level is. The level 70 Suicune, if it uses Tackle on you, and you're like in the level 30s or 40s, is deadly. You know, because that's a level 70 legendary Pokemon using tackle on you, bro. That, 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 that's, that's, it is what it is. So, you know, Rock Smash did great, did good, good for me. Especially, you know, using this OP Pokemon at level 60. <clears throat> and occasionally it will lower the defense. So that's what I wanted. And... It just opened up a world of, of trouble for, for my, my opposing Pokemon when this... And also, you know, what, what you're saying, you, I used the curse. Uh, yo, I didn't even tell you what, what I ran on, uh, on, on Gyarados. So, I ran Surf, obviously. I ran Ice Fang on Gyarados. Hyper Beam, which was the worst decision. Hyper Beam on Gyarados, at least at this level, was not useful. Up against the Elite Four was not useful. And, and you can only use it five times. And you need to recharge. Gyarados died off of using Hyper Beam more than it killed other Pokemon. <laughs> it's like... Hyper Beam ought to be used up against weaker Pokemon, if not Pokemon that can't take that that much power from a normal t attack. You know, that's that's all I can say. And of course, Waterfall. So is it got two curses? It's like James. How did you beat the Elite Four? Well, well Pokemon are under level th uh, seventy because uh, I think I do got. Actually, uh, yeah, under level 70, basically under level 60, basically, because the last, like, two battles, you know, was sealed my fate for when I beat them, but all the way up until then, I, they weren't beatable for me.
So it's like James, no wonder you couldn't beat them for a long time. Because most of your Pokemon were had HM moves. And on top of that, some of them wasn't even holding items. Like you forgot to put items on these Pokemon. Like God. <laughs> like like you had a Gyarados that had two water moves. Like for, for the lack of diversity and an ice move, which it, it it doesn't benefit from using an ice move. It's not an ice type. Luxury had three electric moves on it plus crunch which is a dark move so it's like you had no versatility with with these pokemon you was very like you didn't have that many choices bro <laughs> and i was using um before i had discharge i was using charge beam thinking that was a and i i didn't you know check up on the stats on that Move and just realize that I was better off using Thunderfang or using S Spark. Spark. That's all I have to say. Unbelievable or not, Luxury running Spark must be its main move. Like, maybe if. Thunderbolt is Pikachu's main move. Like, like, yo, that's that's just that's the best it's gonna get right there, you know. <clears throat> and you know this other, you know, uh, could use Surf, right? Spark was was for luxury because despite it knowing Thunderfang and Discharge, Spark did the most damage. Spark opened up. The most chances for Pokemon to get paralyzed. Like, it was like, even though Spark was about like, just 65 PP Pokemon power, it struck hard like thunder. And on top of that, I, I, I gave it a magnet. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess, not now that I think about it, no, it couldn't have. Because I'm looking, I'm like, Spark is a physical move. It's not. You know, like a, a ethos or, a, you know, whatever. Element move. It's a physical move. So maybe now that I'm thinking about luxury is a more of a physical Pokemon than those other, you know, Pokemon that could derive from just its its uh, energy. So you know, I don't know. You so fucking Pokemon expert. You fucking didn't. Like, Diaga doesn't have an item on him. So I was running Earth Power, Rock Smashes, you heard Dragon Claws, you heard, and um, <clears throat> Roar of Time. So Roar of Time, I use that whenever I just said F you to the other Pokemon. I'm like, F you, bro. Like, you giving me this much trouble? Okay, Roar of Time. And yeah, that basically done it for any Pokemon. <clears throat> Thank God for that move. Other than that, I was crawling with Dragon Claw. And crawling with uh, Metal Claw. But with it having crazy stat moves. it You know that, that just didn't matter. You know that, that it was just such a weak move. Because this is coming from a legendary Pokemon at level 60. So its attack was at a whopping 169. Defense at a whopping 142. <clears throat> 
Okay, I just wanted to see uh, its defense compared to others. Uh, special attack, 195. No wonder. Special defense, uh, 154, and its speed was 129. So, uh, second fastest Pokemon, obviously, behind Star Raptor, which I gave it the Amulet Coin. <clears throat> I think the Amulet Coin works for... Your first Pokemon. Not any Pokemon. But if I'm wrong, then... Yeah, Star Raptor won me a lot of money. At level 65, Star Raptor outdid all the Pokemon. And you're like, James, where, where, where is your starter Pokemon? What starter Pokemon did you pick? That freaking Fire Monkey just couldn't perform for me. He couldn't. He lost his slot. You know, now that I think about it, I should have stuck with him. Because he is a good Pokemon. That's what everybody else is saying. But from my experience, what I was going through, what I was suffering with, I couldn't... He, he, couldn't, he couldn't run with my pack. So, um, yeah. <laughs> star Raptor performs like a starter. Oh my goodness. Star Raptor saves the day. Oh my goodness, Star Raptor took out a whole team of Pokemon by itself. Oh my god, Star Raptor, you're a god Pokemon. Star Raptor ought to be my top 10 favorite Pokemon by the way it performs just alone. And you know, when before I was making this episode, I, I was thinking about making a top 10 favorite Pokemon. But I was like, no, I should talk to them more of on the basis of my experience from Pokemon games and what Pokemon is this and et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> and yeah, I'm looking at the time. I'm coming down to the end of this episode. Even though I'm going to give you all part two. This is probably going to be the end of this episode soon because 40 minutes is a long time. And I didn't even dive into my computer decks or my... My Pokedex, my, my computer storage of them. You know what I'm trying to say. Star Raptor, my goodness. So, um, I'm going to make a top 10 video for all time favorites, regardless if I ever use them. A top 10 favorites that I use and top 10. No, no, no. Top 10 favorite Pokemon that I never use. And probably never will use. Top 10 favorite Pokemon, period. That, you know, I probably never used or probably have used. And top 10 favorite Pokemon that I have used that are usable. That's just like a go-to Pokemon. Obviously, Pokemon like Pidgey will go there. You know, because Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot, he's just a, a good Pokemon. You know, a good starter. You know, for me... I'm going to be honest, a lot of people complain about flying flying early Pokemon, but for me, every po for me, every Pokemon game that that starter, I mean not starter, that early flying bird Pokemon ends up being my number one Pokemon. Ends up being the one that'll stick with me and can keep up with the journey all the way. <laughs> Regardless of any gen, and, and I'm going to go to the mother gens and exactly tell you 
Who's my Who's my bird slash flying Pokemon type? All All my teams has to have that, and I'm always looking forward to the bird type. Also, I fell in love with this uh, bird looking Pokemon, but it's not a bird Pokemon. It's Matter of fact, you know, when I get to it, you know, we, we'll get to it when we get to it. But talking about Pokemon can take up so much time. That's why I also just noticed, like, I want to talk about so much more, but, you know, like, gosh. <clears throat> okay, all right, Star Raptor. Uh, I, like I told you, running Amulet Coins, starting at uh, level 65. His attack was uh, uh, 81. 181, my goodness. Stronger than Diaga, man. Of course, stronger than Luxury. Stronger than Gyarados. Like, my strongest Pokemon yet. Defense, 122. That's, that's more bulkier than Luxury, obviously, in Gyarados. But no more than uh, Steelix. He's, he's like... And obviously, no more than Diaga. So, well... Uh, but you know that's that's kind of bulky for for a non I guess fortitude Pokemon. His special attack is uh, really low at a uh, at ninety two, <clears throat> which I guess didn't matter because it just pulled. Let me try to set this up there, which didn't matter because it just performed differently. Um, special defense. Uh, my bad. Special defense at uh, 94. Not as high as others. But I guess it just didn't matter. Because. uh, When it used Brave Bird. I took that HP. Just to kill him bro. His speed is. 172. That's why I love him. Boy, fast, boy. He fast, boy. He fast, boy. Go, boy. So, uh, all my Pokemon has the HM curse. Defog, which I could never use. Brave Bird, which I was just boasting about. I love that move. I love that move. That's what made me love Star Raptor. He's a flying raptor <laughs> from the stars, you know, something like that. Close combat came handy. Matter of fact, Star Raptors is suicide pack Pokemon because that's that's what I said to myself when I when whenever I'm playing him, it's like you're on a suicide path. You're you're on a kamikaze plane when you at least the way I was running Star Raptor because Brave Bird would kill its HP, and after you use close combat, it would kill its defenses. So the bird really would run itself to exhaustion, but he 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 could he could sweep he could sweep everything, bruh. Because they got to a point where even up against rock type golem, I was like, "Bow, get out of my way!" And obviously, fly my favorite move. So uh, yeah. <clears throat> I think we just I I think I finally answered my own question. Like, oh yeah, what's your favorite move? What's your favorite type? What bird flying fly move? Also have a knack for poison types. I love poison types. 
I like running, you know, especially if it's like a, a grass poison type, you know, running leech seed, then running poison on it. You know, I, I, I like that, you know, even though people hate that and I just got why because of what I just confessed to. Yeah, I'm a toxic gamer. You just heard it from me. So, yeah, guys, uh, that goes for us, uh, my team and uh, the knickknacks. I hope this thing is still... Oh, yeah, it is. All right, so uh, we're going to move on to the next part. Mm -hmm.